Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi guys, and welcome to this week's Footnotes episode. Just before we get to our guest this week, we have a little reminder for you. James the campaign has begun <laughs> in earnest <laughs> to get Herb Albert and the Tia Joanna Brass with Walk in the Black Forest into the charts. Now, just to remind people where we first heard this. Uh, Chantelle sings it, is that right? Yeah, Chantelle sings it, the bald, kind of French, beautiful lady in the brothel. Uh, she was singing it. It was her second song and it was one of Belinda's favourites. We're not completely sure how she was singing it because the only version we found is without lyrics. no lyrics. lyrics. I know, which we've discovered subsequently during this campaign. It's all I'm listening to. It is the song of my summer. It is the song of the moment. <laughs> it's 99p to download it. We just want you to download it. We don't even want it to go to the top of the charts. We just want it to go into the chart. We think that could be a massive lol. We want to confuse the hell out of the music industry. This will be a massive, my dad wrote a porno joke, that we can all be proud of, unlike Belinda Blinks. <laughs> and now let's get to our chat with our guest. Hello and welcome to My Dad Wrote a Porno, The Footnotes. I'm here with James and Alice. Hello. Hi. Hi, guys. And our guest this week is from one of our favourite podcasts, No Such Thing as a Fish. Hi, Dan Schreiber. Hi. Hello. Thanks for having me. This is so exciting. This is so good. We've had a lovely little chicken dinner, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. Nando's. Very exciting. Oh, you're not allowed to say that? Or... Well, no, you said, said it now. now. Okay. <laughs> we treat you so well here. Yeah. It's little been Nando's. Amazing. So, Dan, is this the first time you've been asked to be on a podcast as a porn expert? No, I've, I've spoken a lot about odd porn before, but sure. not professionally. <laughs> I have on stage, I've done a talk on, on porno. Uh, really? Well, because there's a lot of, if you go on Kindle, there's a lot of books that are kind of similar to Rocky Flintstone, Belinda Blink style stuff. Oh, I'm so, sure. Yeah, so I read one called Taken by the T-Rex, which is a... <laughs> It's an amazing one. You can. It's it's all about a lady sleeping with a T Rex. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And so you can. There's taken by the pterodactyl, which is a sequel, and of there's course. a lot of yeah. Bigfoot. <laughs> Bigfoot's bitch was one that I read <laughs> as well. I think That's we found right. series three, everybody. Yeah, it it's, amazing. it's amazing. Yeah, if you go on Kindle and just look into monster erotica, you will be yeah blown away. It's a plethora. Yeah, wow. and and there was one book. This, this is how I got into it. Um, someone told me about the only modern human sex with Neanderthal 
book out there. It's the only one where modern humans... How is it the only one? There's such a big market. It's such a huge market, right? (laughs) If Rocky hears this, he'd be like, not for long. (laughs) (laughs) And so the idea behind this book was that it just came out and people who did anthropology passed it around going, oh, look at this, it's the only book on the market. And then people started to notice years later that certain things that were predicted in the book about what Neanderthals did started being proved to be true within science. So now she's known, the author, as the porn Nostradamus. And (laughs) she's predicted five things uh, that have since come true about our knowledge about Neanderthals. So it's an amazing, and no one knows who she is. She wrote it anonymously. This sounds so like Rocky. Do you think in like 10 years time, there'll be a peak in pots and pans sales in Belgium and we'll be like, Rocky predicted that. (laughs) Exactly. Not appreciated in his lifetime. We do sometimes think that about him. I I agree. I think he's a genius. Your dad's a genius. I want to say that. Thank you very much. On behalf of the public. You can't retract that now, you know that. Oh, no, I will never retract that. (laughs) It's out there, Dan. So uh, we've asked you to come on in your capacity as uh, a fact man. Mm. Yeah, we're going to play our own little version of No Such Thing as a Fish. No Such Thing as a Porno, I Wish. Unfortunately, there is (laughs) such thing as a porno. Working title. Yeah. Um, And if people aren't aware of your show, maybe just give a quick rundown of what it's all about. It's kind of the same as yours, except we don't have a porno book to to read each week. It is a shame, but I think (laughs) think we'd have a much better show if we had that. uh, It's me and three other uh, QI writers. Uh, We all work on the TV show QI. We sit around each week and we just tell each other the best thing we found out that week. That's, That's literally the premise of it. And we just chat it through. And it's just hanging out with friends. It's literally what you yeah. guys do. It's and it's so good. You should totally check it out if you haven't already, even though I'm sure everyone's a mad fan. Because right, like, I just say, it is pretty much this show without porn. Yeah, but again, we could start... And facts. I mean, and it does facts. have something where the porn is missing. Like, you're, you're not just this minus porn. Yeah, something yeah. is filling the void, yeah. <laughs> you're doing the best facts. We've got the worst fiction. <laughs> what we a should, great marriage this is. We then. should do a collab. We really should. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so in that spirit, we have got you to... Um, research some facts for us based yes. on the last chapter or the last few chapters really mm. um, Belinda's exploits in Amsterdam because basically we don't get anything factual from Rocky exactly it's all conjecture and often just like fatuous there's like no, <laughs> there's nothing to be gleaned from it yeah and I think often it's very misleading and potentially dangerous and libelous I'm sure <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> So, uh, Jamie, what's our first topic? Our first topic is the red light district of Amsterdam. Of course. Because we have just seen Belinda in that rather interesting window. Ripe for the picking. Okay, so uh, I looked into it in quite (laughs) a lot of detail, which was a very embarrassing (laughs) search in my office. I was going to say, clear history, clear history. (laughs) Your fiancé must be thrilled. I know, there was a lot of questions, (laughs) particularly when I got to uh, a later subject, which is threesomes. Uh, That was, yeah, yeah, that didn't go down well. Spoiler guys, that's coming. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, so yeah, so I was looking into it. Um, One of the things I found out is that a couple of years ago, um, two twins uh, retired from being prostitutes in the red light district and they are the uh, oldest prostitutes that were ever around there they they retired in their 70s yeah so this is a couple of years ago so this is retiring after 50 years according to them they've had over 355,000 customers <gasps> what the yeah. actual if you combine their score uh, that's what they've had don't call it a score <laughs> good point yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah I retract that um, it's and not yeah. game of bingo <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
house. That's more than a full house. So yeah, so they've they've retired. Um, they've said mainly due to arthritis and oh, oh. yeah, and oh, they, so they hadn't had their fill. It was purely ill health. That yeah, made them just hang yeah. Up their it was, it, it's, they said it it made making certain positions that they were being asked for difficult. So mm. they thought, no, let's let's call quits now. Let's quit, quit while you're you ahead. ahead. Yeah, exactly. oh, all right. Pinky promise. <laughs> <laughs> gotta do it gotta do it jinx super jinx I imagine there's not a pension scheme with uh, with their line of work what are they doing now well they're making a documentary about their life um, wow. and so what's really interesting is their name because the documentary uses their surname in the title so it turns out their surname <laughs> is Fokken no come on now okay so I don't I can't find anything to suggest that it's a pseudonym that they've brought in because Fokken is a Dutch word they use it and oh sure it is yeah I know yeah. what it means as well Swidart up. <laughs> <laughs> so weirdly it does mean to breed with uh, or to breed not to breed with to breed to fuck yeah, well yeah I guess I don't know it's fucking that is so funny we asked I, you to get facts don't just write shit down there and I read it out where to god it's the... a rocky email do you <laughs> <laughs> so it's two sisters the fucking sisters mm-hmm. um, one is called Louise I think sorry if I've got that wrong Fockens, um, <laughs> and the other I can't remember. And they make so everyone the- always forgets the other Fockens. <laughs> yeah, imagine being the other Fockens. <laughs> so they, they are making a documentary called "Meet the Fockens," and that's oh, brilliant. That's okay. their life story. <laughs> oh my god, this is gold. But Fockin is a word there, so they're the the Fockin sisters, and they've they're making the documentary. <laughs> and they fucked their way all over Amsterdam and Holland. So do we think that they'll? Because that's obviously not a particularly famous story here. Mm. But we think this might bring them to prominence. When's it? When's it coming out? I don't know because they seem to be. I should have looked at the uh, the date on the article. Have, yeah, yeah so that's a big. <laughs> Um, yeah, I should have seen the date. So I don't know if it's made yet, but it's... Uh, well, we should definitely get them on the show, I feel like. The Fockens maybe, sisters. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe if they're doing, like, press for the... Uh, they're doing launching. the promo circuit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> for this documentary. I'm sensing the Oscar. Would they both get the best actress? Like, would they have to share it? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Oh. Well, like the Olsen twins. Yes, exactly. Like right. They are separate people, granted, but... It sounds like Louise would get it anyway, because we don't even know what the other one's called. <laughs> <laughs> the other one wasn't even nominated. The nominations are Louise fucking and... <laughs> Other fucking. <laughs> when I went to the red light district in, in Amsterdam, they said that there's a kind of hierarchy of who gets to be in the windows at the front, like nearest the main drag, as it were. <laughs> and then as you go like round the back and like down the side alleys, you're getting more niche. Oh, like kind of more fetishy stuff. Well, not just fetishy, but apparently like if you're on the kind of the main strip, hmm. there's a kind of stereotypical blonde look with like blue eyes the Giselles of the the Giselles yeah. of the world and then as you get further back that's where they keep the duchesses the like, yeah seriously <laughs> and the Helgas yeah exactly they're all just stashed away oh poor Helga which I feel a bit sad about because they're down like side alleys that you might never walk down yeah but they have really really dedicated fans few fans but dedicated they have to really seek them out yeah, I guess. Apparently in Amsterdam, they get very upset that people talk about the uh, prostitution red light district and not so much about the fact of how many accountants they have. Apparently there's just <laughs> a lot of accountants in, in Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Yeah, a I lot am of businesses. guilty of that. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of businesses are registered there and so they have accountants there and it's just, yeah, it's just, Do you know if what? you need an accountant, the red light district and Amsterdam is the place to seek them out. Just people in windows doing tax returns and things like that. <laughs> On those old school calculators. Yeah, no, they're down the alleys. It's the new <laughs> iPad ones that are doing it in the front windows. So if they retired at 70, yeah. they were still doing 
great business, presumably. Yeah. Well, yeah, apparently there's still sort of one of the sisters, I'm guessing Louise, but I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, she still sees a sort of an older guy um, for S&M. Um, so I think she's sure. she's quit, but she comes out of retirement occasionally. <laughs> She'll just freelance every yeah, now and I think then. So. She's like Cher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, she's a Simply Red farewell gig <laughs> that's happened. Just keeps going back on tour. Yeah. We get it, we get it. <laughs> But surely that's if it's one guy, that's her like boyfriend. No, they have a business relationship. (laughs) Surely, if there's one guy and he pays me, then I guess he's my boyfriend. Sure, money exchanges hands, but what's that between friends? They do have a museum there as well for prostitution. No, like a prostitute in the red light district. Oh, do they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called uh, redlightsecrets.com. Sorry, that's their website. It's called. (laughs) Are you working for them? That was a very subtle plug there. No, they're called Red Light Secrets. And now a message from our sponsors. (laughs) Why do you guys not have porn sponsors at the top of your show? Any day now. Any day now. Also, what what does the what's in the museum? It's yeah. I guess old old toys. Old prostitutes. Old toys. <laughs> oh yeah, the fucking sorry, live instalment. Behind the glass, but like behind it's an art installation. Oh god. <laughs> just behind a sheet of glass, just oh. Louise and someone else. It could be another fucking just like yeah. No touching. It's like Madame Two Swords, but they move. Like, <laughs> People get their photo taken with them. <laughs> museum so good. <laughs> i mean that is quite a thing isn't it dedicating your whole life to being a prostitute 50 years and what Three hundred fifty-five thousand customers yeah can customers we, yeah. can we just do <laughs> customers um, <laughs> so particular like you know what they like to call them it's customers all right james <laughs> customers, okay? <laughs> have some it. respect man <laughs> yeah. we are a proud people and we are customers all right But how much is that? If it's 350,000 between them, let's say they did half each, literally did half each. Is this like a GCSE maths question? Yeah, Herpreet and Malcolm (laughs) (laughs) are counting prostitutes. Um, I was just thinking, how how often is that? 50 years times 365. Let's just assume they work every Christmas day. It's their biggest day. (laughs) So they they need to do 3,500 a year. Whoa. No, that's each. What? (gasps) No. That's like... Ten a night? Yeah. How many? How many again? Did you say three thousand five hundred a year? Yeah. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> Dan's, uh, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> no, Dan's I, like, I'm not even a pro, and I do that. Yeah, the queue was definitely long. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought I was eight. <laughs> you get an allocated time, <laughs> yeah, like a deli counter. <laughs> yeah, my ticket said twelve. Well, I have learned something. To be fair, whether it's true or not, I will be using that in the pub. Yeah, it was great. Well, no, no, the Fockens exist. It's just whether Don't or not that's their real and name. Throw it back. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I want to meet them. I think they sound great. Right, put the email in, James. You're in charge of booking. Okay, done. <laughs> Fuck at fucking.com. <laughs> hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This is a paid advertisement from BetterHelp Online Therapy. 
Now, we don't always realise just how much our negative thoughts and experiences stick with us and weigh us down. You might find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings, that frustrating thing your mum does, or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get all of this off your chest. And I'm sorry about what I said last week, James. Um, Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. And that's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it. So your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mydad today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash my dad. Um, so the next topic that we want you to look into was um, vodka sales in um, yes. Russia because of Grigor Kalansky. Um, what can you tell us about that? Um, well, it's really boring looking into that. That's, that's my yeah, main... Yeah, it wasn't a great one. I'm sorry yeah, about that. Uh, it's, it's doing well. <laughs> they love that Monopoly. shit. Sales are good. <laughs> That's the main thing. I did start looking into vodka generally, though, in Russia. Right. Um, so probably my favorite thing is that until 1885, vodka was only sold in 12.3 liter buckets. It's the only Jeez. way you could get vodka. I beg your pardon. Mm. Wow. Yeah. That's how much Jamie drinks to get through a record. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> this isn't fizzy water, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, and um, I was looking into other vodka facts, mm. and um, I... I suddenly started reading about Boris Yeltsin because he was famously okay. just constantly pissed on vodka, Amazing. just constantly. And this, I <laughs> cannot believe that this isn't just general knowledge that we don't all know this. But in 1995, he was so drunk. I'm assuming it's vodka. It might have been champagne or something else, but he used to do vodka a lot. Uh, in 1995, Boris Yeltsin visited the White House and he was found outside drunk in his pants in the middle of the night by the Secret Service, who said that he was trying to hail a taxi because he wanted to buy a pizza. (laughs) This is Boris Yeltsin. Yes! Found outside in his pants. Oh my god! Just going, taxi! (laughs) The next night, they thought, okay, he's probably going to have a hangover the next night. He was still on it the next night, and he was found just wandering the basement of the White House. Again, just drunkenly... Yeah, fuck? but everyone says that he was really friendly. Like, he was a friendly, funny drunk. <laughs> he was a friendly drunk, yeah. oh, thank God. Yeah, so he went He went on a trip to Ireland, and um, when he landed, he was so drunk, he couldn't get off the plane. So the plane was just there, and Yeltsin was just, they were like, he'll, he'll be off soon. <laughs> oh, you know, because obviously people waiting to greet him. Yeah, um, he was just holding court in the cockpit. Like, come and visit me. <laughs> and then this is my favorite one. Um, so in 1992, he was invited to a state banquet in Kyrgyzstan and uh, they just broke away from the Soviet Union so this oh, was awkward. a really important thing yeah. this isn't going to go well yeah uh, <laughs> he got so drunk on vodka he ended up playing the Kyrgyzstani uh, president's bald head oh. <gasps> drumming on it <gasps> using his spoons as drumsticks <laughs> That is so the sort of thing the next day you're like, you just see a spoon and you're like, no, no. That is like that pit of the stomach. Oh God, what happened last night? It's what our friend calls dread heart. You know when your heart just like breaks into a thousand pieces because you're like, no, but 
No, no. <laughs> wow. Or you just hear percussion and you think, that sounds for me. <laughs> Oh no, that's <laughs> sense memory. Oh some, fuck! You see some like dents in the bold guy's head the next day. Like, How did you? <laughs> yeah, I remember. Sorry um, about playing the spoons on your head. Um, I know it's not Russia, but we went to the Ukraine a few years ago. The three of us. Oh yeah, um, yeah, we did. We, um, I mean, I won't go into why. <laughs> <laughs> it, was the it wasn't out of choice. If we tell you, we'll have to kill you. Okay. So. Um, and for every meal, we were kind of on an unofficial state visit. <laughs> Again, don't ask why. <laughs> And for every meal, we had to toast with vodka. But every single per and we were at meals with like twelve to fifteen people, and every single person had to toast with a shot of vodka. I've never seen Alice so drunk I in my life. I was out of my tree, Dan. Wow. I'm not proud of it, but I was being respectful. Uh, like halfway through the meal, she was like, "I can't do any more vodka, <laughs> so I'm gonna have a glass of wine." So she had a glass of wine, but they made her down the glass of wine every it time. It was a goblet of wine, yeah. and and this is no offense to Ukrainian wine, but it's the pits. <laughs> <laughs> not taken. <laughs> and they made me just neck it. It was. So everyone goes yeah. like, "Yay!" And then I was like. And then I was like, that was like a bottle of wine in that glass. And they just replenish it. Yeah. But the but the vodka, they are fine. They yeah. drink it like yeah. water. And yeah. that's it's not amazing. a cliche. They do. They do up to like 20 to 30 shots before the actual meal. Yes. That's what I've that's what I've heard. Yeah, that's um, what it was like with us. She made Yeltsin look like a priest, honestly. <laughs> Spoons are the least of your worries with Alice. I killed a man. <laughs> with a dessert spoon. <laughs> Um, I got one other vodka thing. Go if you want to hear it. Um, yeah. So there are rumors that when Russian cosmonauts go to space, that there's a little pocket inside their suit where they have uh, the ability to keep little bits of vodka so that they can sip at the end of every day. They had to ban oh. alcohol in space for a while because the Russian uh, cosmonauts used to get in massive fights. <laughs> they just get too pissed up there and just get into battles, and that's dangerous when you're in space. Um, <laughs> sure, because yeah. So the experts say it's dangerous on land. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. So, yeah, so they apparently have a little slip for that. And just in the context of porno, I got told that a lot of the American astronauts have a tiny slip within their uh, <laughs> uniform so that they can have a cheeky wank. No. Yeah, that's never been uh, obviously announced by NASA. <laughs> We've added a new uh, element to the spacesuit design. Being in that design meeting. <laughs> Guys, a wank pocket? How's everyone feel about that? Wank up, sign it off, sign it off. <laughs> For, for when you're inside the International Space Station, so it's not while you're doing a, a spacewalk. Oh, sure. Not yeah, sure. Yeah. Time place. But <laughs> I have a really gross question, and this, yeah. you don't have, none of you have to answer, but do. Um, what would happen in in mm. zero gravity? So I think this what, is the purpose. To the, to the jizz? Well, I didn't want to spell it out. Alice, but... we're doing my dad wrote a porno. We say jizz every week. <laughs> So what will happen to the jizz in zero gravity? A sentence I didn't think I would say today. I think that's the point of the pocket. To it's contain a, it? I think it's a jizz catcher, yeah. Oh. oh I think. I Again, I, I can't ask NASA, so I don't know. But. <laughs> surely the pocket is to gain access to the appendage. I or, don't know. I think... I think cause, or not appendage, just in case of Well, because you're wearing trousers anyway, so I think there's pretty readily available access. It's not as if they're locked... They're not yeah. sewn into a suit and sent to space. <laughs> they're... <laughs> They can get changed. They can never touch their body again. (laughs) That's how I imagine it. That is dirty. But then when do you deposit what you've collected? (laughs) When Uh, you get back to Earth. When you get back to Earth. So wait, like what, like four years later? (laughs) Oh, yeah, I guess so. What are you talking about? That's horrible. No, but you have more than one 
change of clothing. But then up where there. does it go? When it you goes change... into the laundry bag, and you just keep it in there. The what if Mum finds it? <laughs> Mum's not in the International <laughs> Space Station. So <laughs> Chris Hadfield did have his mum next door going, "What's going on in there?" <laughs> I know what you're doing. You're awfully quiet. <laughs> What happened to a good old-fashioned sock? That's what I say. Can you imagine just a sock with NASA printed on it that's in your pack? Stiff as a ball. <laughs> oh, my God, that's so grim. That is amazing. Rumours, who knows? <laughs> it's a rumour mill up there. Yeah. But I like the idea that they got so pissed that they fought. Yeah. So now, what, they just have a smaller pouch so they're just a little bit less pissed? No, so alcohol's banned up there. So the idea is that they've been sneaking up extra bits oh, of alcohol yeah oh. i think there might be a new thing where the russians are allowed to now have tiny amounts of alcohol that they send up but they won't go there without it guys okay let them take it <laughs> it's like you get to go to space yeah just be teetotal for a few years you get so pissed you forgot all about it like, i went to space once but i can't remember too pissed <laughs> where were they yeah. or you wake up so hungover that you just walk out the door and you're like oh we lost another one oh, uh, i got a pizza <laughs> Amazing. And then our th- our third um, fact. That is so brilliant. It's amazing. These are great. I you are just... brilliant. You should come on every week. <laughs> Let's just Awkward do laughter. Uh, like, I'm not going to uh, do that. Uh, but so, yeah, so the next one is threesomes, right? Yes. Because obviously Belinda yeah. did partake in a threesome last week. <laughs> Don't remind us. So, yeah. My favourite threesome fact of all time. <laughs> yeah. And I do have one. <laughs> it's when I was 17. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> is I've had one. <laughs> hey, Boom! Can we get a high five? Drops the mic and leaves the house. That's such a good exit fact. Like, latest potatoes. Yeah, uh, it's that. So, I, I'm very obsessed with um, crypto animals, yetis, and Loch Ness monster, and all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. So, uh, one of the big things is sea monsters is a is a massive thing that people have had drawings taken from you know early days of exploration where they show right. giant tentacles coming out and attacking boats and, and sailors and photos claiming to be it. So, a scientist went through all the photos and they've worked out most sea monster photos are actually grey whale penises. Grey whale penises are there flapping out in the open because they mate in threes. They have a threesome and there's a loose penis waiting and they have to do it at the surface. Yeah, so they go to the surface, one female, two male. And so while one of them, one of the couples is going, the other one's just waiting and the penis is... There's always one left out. Always. Always a third wheel. Yeah. A third whale, as it were. (laughs) Very nice. So... So it's just a big penis. Yeah, it's just giant. All those old exploration drawings are just massive penises flopping out of the water. So Nessie is just a giant penis. Not sure about (laughs) Nessie, yeah. But in theory, just a massive, massive penis. But they just... So is the third whale just watching and I guess having a little fondle like while they're having a good time? They're just a voyeur, Alice. Yeah, just a voyeur at that point. They're like Dr. Robbins. But can they not... (laughs) Can they not have to slack a little touch? They're just using their white pocket while they're... There's another whale called the right whale, and they they do that as well. There's a lot of threesomes in animals. Wow. Yeah. Really? That's interesting. Yeah. So I read an article called Animals Are Kinkier Than You, which was a BBC Earth (laughs) article. I just didn't expect to see that. And that's where I found out about the right whale. Um, Yeah. They, they, and there's amazing photos. If anyone listening to this is near Google, Google grey whale penis. (laughs) They are. They're pretty good looking. You just want other people to be dragged down with your internet search yes. history. I'm like, I don't want to be the only one. I'm totally googling it right now. I was going to say, you yeah, have, let's we, see it. Go on. We have to look at it. This is like those video, those reaction videos. I want to watch Jamie's face as you show him the picture. Okay. Oh my god. Oh. It's like a big worm. Oh my. Yeah. 
That's it. It's kind of really pink. It looks like a swan. <laughs> kind of. Is that a big one or a, is that a Jim Sterling or is that a... <laughs> <laughs> Commonly known as Pink Floyd. <laughs> oh. <laughs> is that true? That's what is that? That's, I mean, I'm not quick enough to have made that up on the spot. Pink Floyd's <laughs> name great. is based on a <gasps> grey whale's penis. It's awful. Daniel. I didn't create it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, cool. Any more? Uh, yeah, uh, Casanova, he was meant to take his holy orders, and so he was going to go for a life in the world of religion, but he got caught having a threesome, and that's why he became who he was. Really? Mm. And he was a librarian. What? Yeah, the last bit of his life, he was a librarian. Always the quiet ones. Yeah. <laughs> Just one wrong turn, as it were, and that's changed his whole, yeah. his whole career vibe. Maybe the Falcon sisters were going to be nuns or something. <laughs> <laughs> one night. <laughs> They accidentally charged for sex and the rest is history. Okay, well, thank you so much for joining us, Dan. Amazing, amazing facts. Thank you for having me. Genuine honour to be on your show. I oh, absolutely thanks. do mean that. I hope I haven't messed up your show. You've I'm done a massive fan. Well. And Aww. again, on behalf of the public who listen to the show, you guys rock so much. Dan Schreiber, if people haven't heard your work before... You know, whale dicks, we've got wank pockets. <laughs> like, you have a lot that you should take away from this and be really, really proud of. So, well done, you. Thank you for ruining your career. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier all built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more.